Welcome to the Marketing Plugged In Podcast. My name is Marshall Stack and I'm here with Darren Winter. We talk about everything around marketing and the challenges you get involved with. Good morning, Darren. How are you? I'm good, Marcel. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Back at it again and uh, I'm uh, really excited to do the podcast as well. Um, today's topic is about approaching clients you really want to work with. Um, a really interesting topic in my uh, in my opinion. Um, I think everybody has uh, someone they secretly or not so secretly admire, and that can be the same as for clients. Um, you're either a big fan uh, about the mission or vision, I guess, or just you think the products are really cool. And uh, you know, I found myself uh, in a certain situation quite some time um, as a creative designer and. I'm more than confident you have as well, Darren, and the people that are listening, um, that you you want to approach uh, that client, but you don't know really know the right way to go around this, or you yeah. know a right way, but you're open to listen to interesting things uh on how to do this because we're going to talk about uh our experiences and the best ways to go around this and uh, uh from my experience and what i heard and uh, the people i talk with and the research uh, of course because you try to improve yourself uh, every day and there are quite a fair uh, quite a few things you can do and uh, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, those today uh, to dramatically increase your results. Sounds great. Yeah. So let's go right into it uh, um, as we speak. So there are some things you can do up front. And um, I wanted to talk about those first. Um, one of the things... Um, I think is really important is to do your study up front. Yeah. So uh, what you are trying to achieve is interest your clients into a next conversation or might even get a project and working for them and knowing the person or the company um or doing research on that um, could be really helpful, you know, um, finding yeah, out. You've got, to, you've, you've got to know who you want to, you've got to know their background, haven't you, before you speak to somebody. Yeah, and you know, you, you might not talk to the right person right away, but, you know, knowing everything around the company and what they do like and what they don't like, um, you know everything around their mission and vision and as well as finding out what could be possibly interesting for them etc there can be so much things you know but it can really turn the conversation in your favor because you are prepared and um yeah i have to be honest you know i i have <laughs> i have had this um you know, before I started my own company, I, um, you know, I wanted to have a job. And at one point I was like, all right, 
I will just throw out as many as of those, um, how you call it, um, letters to companies that I want to work with them. I came at a point, I was like, I'm just sending out those letters, you know, and <laughs> at one point, um, I got invited. It's well, you know, the days before <laughs> it sounds so weird, the days before I started my own company, but I was really sloppy and I didn't have a clear view on what direction I wanted to head into in comparison to what I have now. But the issue was at one point I got invited at a company and basically what happened was like, I, I, I was there, but I didn't prepare that much. And that I can tell you one thing. Well, it doesn't work in your favor, obviously, (laughs) (laughs) but it gets really awkward (laughs) because I didn't have a clear view on what direction they wanted to head into. And basically I was there and it was like, I, I, I just didn't have a good view, good view. And, um, so they're asking you questions that you didn't know answers to. Yeah. Well, basically that. And, um, I didn't really, you know, I didn't fully understand or fully read the job description. And when I got there, I was like, oh, this is well, not really my thing actually, you know, but it's not so their looking- fault because they invited me because they assumed I was capable of doing that. And when I got right. there, I was like, oh yeah, well, I don't have really in my case, <coughs> sorry, as a graphic designer, I didn't have any work to show for it. So I was like, Ooh, yeah, I done some work for it, but you know, I don't really have something to show. And then they were like, well, well, what are you actually doing this? So basically what I'm getting to is, yeah, you know, do your study up front, um, reading thoroughly, but that's just, you know, that's for applying for a job. Um, the actual thing I wanted to pinpoint out was you know maybe there are people also listening that don't have an own company and they want to work for somebody else that's all fine and good you know but uh, what i wanted to point out was like um also when you have your own company and you're approaching clients it's really good to do your homework up front know who you're talking to um and maybe if you don't know who you're talking to find out everything about the company and um you know, uh, find out how you could possibly help them as well and think along, you know, I think it's really good. And that's maybe one tip I want to give as well. And that's something I didn't do that much when I just started out. And it was like, be, you have to go into the conversation as an equal, I guess. You don't, you do, you, you uh, shouldn't feel like you're beneath them, if that makes sense. I think it's really difficult, isn't it? I think that is, there's two things I want to pick up on there. I think what, that one there, and it's hard because if if you're going to work for a larger company, whether it's you're applying for a job or whether you're a freelancer or whatever. Definitely, and especially, uh, I want to remark, especially somebody that you really want to work with. Yeah, it's very hard not to feel... Definitely. A, not <laughs> inferior, but certainly 
you know, I think you look that's up to the a kind of, yeah. and you yeah. know, I think that, um, whew, how do you say that in English? It's kind of like a trap. Uh, you have to watch out for it. It's a trap. You have to watch out for it because it doesn't mean it does. They're any better. Yeah. Sorry. That it doesn't mean that they're any better than what. No, but you it, are. It, and and it doesn't mean that it, the conversation doesn't have to go well. But it's right. really right. something you you just have to keep in mind, I guess. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to ask you, yeah. um, when, when you go into research people, mm-hmm. there's always this, there's, not always, but there is a dilemma sometimes about connecting online with the person that you might have uh, an interview with as part of your research, mm-hmm. um, inadvertently or directly connecting. What I mean by that is that when you go to LinkedIn, mm-hmm. that's probably a very natural um, yeah. place that you can find somebody. Definitely. Um, and sometimes if you type well, if you type in somebody's name, then they it, on their end it will come up that somebody's been looking at your profile. Um, so there is ways around that you can stop that from happening, but it does depend on a if you've got a subscription and b um, if you're just using a browser that you're not logged into and relying on their profile to be set to public and not private. Um, so there's ways around that for it not to happen because. I think it is good to definitely research the person, mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes you might not want that person to know that you've been like researching them. I don't know. It's there are ways a- to go around it, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, LinkedIn is a great platform to do it. Uh, LinkedIn, my favorite platform, <laughs> you know, uh, but there are ways to do that on LinkedIn. You have like premium. Uh, no, wait. Oh, yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah you have premium. Um, um, service that you can like turn off that you uh, want them to know that you are looking at their profiles um, people with free profiles they don't always get to see who is watching their profile then again you know I personally don't think it's a bad thing that you show that you're looking at the profile but it depends on what kind of situation you are in I guess yeah, um, yeah. but um one thing I would like to add to that is that if you do your study up front and you might want to and you're using LinkedIn and you don't care that they see your profile, I usually don't care, then please do make sure if they get to see your profile, make sure your profile is on point yeah. <laughs> and you have a yes. good picture of yourself with your friends drinking beer or or. I whatever picture you know just make sure your profile looks uh, presentable is that a word yeah yeah I think that's do you know that's it sounds really obvious but it's such good advice to do that first yeah there's so many there's there's so many people that I see on LinkedIn um, and you look at the profile picture and thinking it's not anywhere close to being halfway professional and somebody said Oh, there was a debate. That's right. You're going back to last year. Mm-hmm. And it was, in my estimation, it didn't matter because um, it was a picture of a gentleman and with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were on holiday. And to me, th- that picture was fine because that said to me it, he was just a family person. Mm-hmm. But there was a big debate um, because he'd been told off by his 
company oh. saying that's not a professional picture and mm. you need to change it and you say, well i don't want to it's my personal linkedin profile yeah um and there was a big debate about whether it was professional or not professional it was very open he's a very open person yeah and i just thought it was fine i didn't judge him anything different but there were some people who said well actually no you should you should be like a straightforward headshot and this and that and some people don't want to be corporate, do they? They want to still show some of their personality. I, I, I understand. You know, it's, it's, um, that's an interesting, it's just in devel- development in social media and, um, and, you know, development of their company on LinkedIn, I guess. Um, they probably were like, okay, we have to improve our status on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is getting more and more important. Yeah. And, uh, we have to get on point with that. And then they decided, well, everybody has to have like this and that picture, but that's something you, it's the way you, um, it might be the way they approach him with that. I'm not sure, but I guess if you are a company and you want your employees to change their pictures, if you explain them why and, um it would really help up the company then i think there wouldn't be a discussion at all but it might be the way the company um um how do you say that uh approach them i guess because and i see no other way in like him being that or somebody being that stubborn like oh well i don't want to change it even if they ask nicely because then you really must hate your own company (laughs) I mean, it well, does help your own company, and I can see the value in that, but it's something you have to set up up front, but probably that's why I thought it might be something they uh, stumbled upon, like they wanted to improve on LinkedIn, and then they find out, oh, they were like, okay, everybody has to improve their LinkedIn profile, and they didn't do it in the right way. That's my I guess. Yeah, I think it's really difficult because I... I can understand, but you know, that's yeah. different. I think, do you have a different approach on that? I think my approach is, I think you always, and with this, uh, that what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure you agree, you have to be yourself and Definitely. you kind of, you can't, I think you can aspire to be somebody else, but it's, it's not, I don't think it's good advice to kind of talk yourself up too much. I think you should definitely talk yourself up, but I think there is, uh, you have to be careful about how far you do that. So if you're misrepresenting yourself and you're kind of just trying to blag your way through to a, a new job or a new, um, well, yeah, a new job, even if it's a freelancer or if you just want to get a new full-time job or part-time job or whatever, mm-hmm. they have to be really careful. But I do know a lot of people who do it. Um, and I think that the, the point about sort of trying to be yourself, I think that does come back to your profile picture. And it, it happened to me a few years ago and, I was working for a business and mm-hmm. and I was told that I had to connect with certain people uh, to do things. And it was in a function that I wasn't responsible for. So it wasn't part of my direct role. Um, it was to do other things for the business and it was to help the business. But I said no. Sorry, but what did they ask you to connect to certain with- people? Yeah, so just connect with certain people and, and, to start, and I said no because I didn't know who they were. And I, I didn't want them to have a bad impression of me because I didn't know what I was really talking about. But no. it was part of a ploy to kind of just get the brand out. And it's like, 
No, I don't think that's a good way of doing it because I don't know who these people are. I don't know really what I've got to turn and say. No, if I'd met I'd, them, I, I fully, what you're just saying, I fully agree on that. Yeah. I mean, like, that's just, you know, changing the profile picture is one extent, but reaching out to people because it will help out the company. I don't think that's the, definitely not the right way to go around this because it's still your personal profile. And you know, that's, you and that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, You it's can like, demand, but you can ask, and maybe that's the case. Maybe that's in the, uh, the case in which it went wrong. I mean, yeah. I don't know what a, if, if the company, that certain company pressured him to do it, or just asked him, but I yeah. guess if you just if you're just asking nicely and you lay down the reasons why, it's still up up to everybody. But I I see no reason why you shouldn't change it. If if you know maybe, but I'm not thinking about all the reasons. Maybe he had a valid reason, whatever. You know, it's just that's just my point on it, my view, and I totally understand yours as well. I think your social media are your personal um are your personal profiles you know and and it shows something it represents yourself you know yeah and asking people to do things that you that aren't you yeah something like that now well, that's not it doesn't make sense now no, it's, it's, it's really interesting, the whole thing mm-hmm. about social media profiles. And it's a very, I don't think it's a very, there's no clear answer about, no. but but I agree with you that you're going back to what we're talking about, mm-hmm. that you're right, your profile picture does need to be something reasonably professional. So like drinking with sure. your friends is not professional. You know, maybe some people might say, well, what about bungee jumping off a cliff? And again, it's like, well, that's if you're an outdoors if you're working in the outdoors and recreation and stuff, then that might be appropriate. But you know, if yeah, it definitely, it, it, it depends on what niche you are in, I guess, because yeah. I um, work with a uh, 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 lady, uh, she's a blogger. Um, she blogs about digital nomading. So the island life or travel life and then you obviously can have a different picture than 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 somebody that works in our office or something like that you know it just mm. it i think every single time um and that's in every single case it comes down to the most logical way to go around this you know just think for yourself there are no set rules there are no set things there are a certain of course you have to have to you need to have a profile in, in which you can be clearly seen you know um it, yeah. it, it has to live up to some standard you know um but and it's just being aware that people make judgments and if you understand that yeah then people will make a judgment with they think you're prof- yeah, if you're professional, you're somebody on their wavelength. Because yeah. obviously, we're talking about today about approaching bigger clients, and it's about you need to kind of mimic or mirror kind of their beliefs and fundamentals, and mm-hmm. you know. So you, it's about tr- attracting 
some somebody yeah. somebody's attention and if you're attracting them for the wrong reason because you look a bit odd or a bit strange then guess what the result's not probably going to be that positive but Definitely. if you're not bothered about that then as long as you understand that then i think that's well, whatever you want to do is is your decision but if you want it to be a successful outcome then yeah. absolutely what you're saying is that you have to you might have to make some changes that you didn't expect to make or you don't really want to make but you're kind of going to have to because you need to fit in with whoever well, with the norms of the people that you want to attract you know it's... Mm -hmm. definitely and i think it's you you want to be viewed as a person that's a professional that then that's something you have to reflect on yeah well obviously the way your profile kind of looks you know uh if you're a professional I, I mean linkedin makes it really easy to really easy to make your profile um how do you say that like complete so yeah. i mean and everybody that's kind of like serious kind of like once ever if you're reaching out to people or if you're watching if you're searching on people or possible clients uh, do you rather want them to see a profile that's not filled out and uh, a kind of like a picture that's kind of like vague, uh, blurred, not really high resolution? Or do you want them go to come on a profile in which they can see everything, your experiences, just that, blah, 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 whatever you want to tell them. And a high resolution picture on you clearly can be seen. And that can be whatever on a tropical island if you're a digital nomad or whatever or just a group picture of uh, uh, um, somebody that works in an office, you know, neat picture with a suit, whatever. Um, it's really something you have to think about, you know. And for example, uh, the, just to go elaborate a little bit more on it, I, I have a picture on LinkedIn. I used to have a picture on me with a, um, what was it like, not a suit, but really looking neat, you know. Uh, but I changed it up. I did a photo shoot. I'm a creative guy, you know, and I think it, it, it gives me like, just like I said, the lady on a tropical island, you know, it gives me like permission to be a little bit creative with the picture itself as well, you know, and it's just, you have to look at it depending on your niche or whatever and think of the best way on which you want to represent yourself to your clients and what they would like, just like you said, Darren, like, how yeah. would you like, you have to reflect kind of like on what they, they are and they do something like that. You know, I hope that makes sense. It's just, uh, we elaborate a little bit <laughs> longer on we that did, than we expected. I think it's, it's really, really good though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, it's really it's important. Like... Definitely. I, I do really believe that as well. And, um, so yeah, do your study up front, um, research the people. And that's a really interesting aspect of it as well, that your profile, while you're looking for that people online, it might even only be on the website, but you know, maybe can, it doesn't hurt to look on LinkedIn for that kind of uh, the, uh, specific person as well. Uh, but that's something I'm going to talk about uh, later. Um, um, the other thing to uh, do up front is, um, show your value up front. So what would you, you know, what would, would that possibly, um, why would you possibly do this? You know, 
Um, well, the reason for that is that if you want to stand out from that big crowd and there are lots of people out there uh, and want to get noticed, then you have to make an impact, obviously. And um, best way to go around this is, in my opinion, to provide value. Um, because everybody wants something from maybe it, it maybe it doesn't maybe your the company you want to work with or the person you want to work with isn't that or whatever popular or something like that but still this really increases the results in my opinion so there, there are many ways to go around this, you know, to provide value. Um, it could be as simple as doing some research on a website, like um, um, like what you did, you, you know, in the topic before this, like do the study up front. You're going to search on their website and find out what they are doing. And you might think of things that could possibly help them, like, oh, this could be interesting and this could yeah. be interesting for you as well, you know. As easy it's as, good talking points, isn't it? Yeah, you know, when but, you're having a conversation. You know, but really provide value. Not you know the most common thing people make mistakes is like they're telling about their, themselves and that's something people are not interested in. Uh well, obviously of course if they want uh, if they are having conversation with you, they want to know who you are, but you can't just keep elaborating on yourself and what you do, blah 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 blah. It all comes down to what value, because that's what it's. That's the point. What's in it for them? You know, what is their value? What do they get out of this? What do they get uh, on working or talking with you? And that yeah. could just be as easy as just looking on the website and, and giving them some valuable tips on. Or well, you have to be careful you can like be oh this is something you're doing wrong and this is something you're doing wrong and this no <laughs> that's not the right way it's like you want to give them tips like okay well you know i saw this and maybe this might be interesting for you um it's something i'm really good at you know as simple as that or you can kind of like go all in if it's really uh, a client you desperately want to work with um you can also kind of like i don't know in my case let's say video animations make uh, a video animation uh, yeah. a small a small teaser something like that i don't know so or something on so a different yes yeah, well, last year when i was working well when i was trying to pitch to to some bigger businesses so to give them some confidence, mm -hmm. um, I actually wrote out some social media posts. Um, so I wrote out uh, some examples. And I said that I offered that I would do that. Um, and then I delivered on that that promise. Um, and it does, it does instill confidence. There's two things with doing that, though. Um, well, first of all, you have to be a little bit careful because if, if the client that you want to work with may be speaking to quite a few different people, mm -hmm. um, then they're obviously going to be making judgments of based upon your work. So your works are to be, you know, pretty sharp and, mm -hmm. uh, and delivering exactly what they want. B, you have to be careful that people might run away with your ideas. Yeah. I know a lot, a lot of, I'm really sad, but a lot of business, a lot, some businesses mm -hmm. go through that process and yeah. they don't, 
make a decision and hire anybody and then just go and do it all themselves because they just want it cheaply. Um, so that, but they just want the ideas and that's quite commonplace here. Definitely. Uh, really frustrating. Definitely. Um, and see, it can slow down the process. Um, so if you're looking for a quick result, um, maybe you actually might be throwing too much into the mix. So you might have to make a judgment about the type of person you're working with. If they're very yeah. busy, mm-hmm. they just want to get things going, then don't offer to do it because they're already talking to you. So just close close the deal off mm-hmm. as a sale so then you can get the job and then do a good job for them to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's my experience anyway, that if you throw too much in, it can be um, you can kind of muddle the waters and mm-hmm. kind of slow things down yeah um so again it's just making judgments about what you think is right at that particular time yeah definitely you know and and that's you know that's always a judgment call i guess because yeah doing that work up front you know it's always different in every situation i think if they are reaching out to you then it's up to you if they aren't yeah. reaching out to you yet, then it might still be a judgment call if you're like, well, you know, it's it's hard, you know, you can't say for sure. But then again, there's one thing I want to say is that you can't not expect them to choose you or whatsoever. You're doing this, you're bringing that value up front and you're doing that because you're dying to work with them or have a next conversation with them, but you cannot expect them that they work with you. You you probably are leaving a mark, you know, in 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 their um, um, in their mind or how you how you say that, you know, you probably are, are leaving a good impression, but you cannot expect them to work with you because you provided that value upfront. No, that, so that there's no go, no way to go around this. Then again, yeah, it's, you know, it, you can't read, you can't read minds. So you can't say for sure if they're like approaching you, then I would look at it differently and maybe not go around this in that way. I mean, like, they can ask you for an assessment or something like that. You know, that's always up to you. But if they're really asking like, oh, can you do this whole project for us? Because we're, um, we're not sure if we want to work with you, you know, and I, I, I'm always going with my gut feeling on that. Um, yeah. But if it's too big of a project, I'll never do it because <laughs> I'm not spending a full week. But then again, it depends on the client, you know. I don't know, whatever, if it's... Uh, Nike or Adidas or whatsoever and they're like well we want to probably work with you you know that's kind of like a legit company I guess so if they're reaching out to you then you can always decide for yourself you always have to go with your gut feeling Um, what I still wanted to elaborate on was like um, you know on the value you have to bring up front it, like you said, you know, you made the social those social media posts. Um, I said a teaser, but I didn't mean a teaser. I mean, like something that can be rather small, you know. They have to get value from it. You can, like, make a teaser for them. They obviously have to use... Have, in my case, you know, in my case, as a video animator, 
um, you, you can make a teaser, but that's only to give them an idea. If you make something they can also use on their social media, they can still use the teaser, but maybe it's interesting to do something different. Um, whatever. That's the thing. That's up to you. Whatever you want to do, look on their website and see what they might seem, uh, what might seem useful for them. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah so you know that's that's one thing that, that show your value up front and um the other thing is like know what you want um yes. this is one of my uh, personal favorites you know um one of the best things to remember is that you have, is that you have to know uh, or you have to go into a conversation whenever you're talking to somebody uh within that company or or that one client um a conversation or a pitch or whatever is knowing what you want to achieve know what you actually want from them uh as i said this is one of my personal favorites and it's something i just recently kind of like discovered um, that's why I, it's always interesting to keep talking to people, you know, and listening uh, to podcasts and reading books, uh, because it really gives positive results. Um, of course, whenever I talk to people or whenever, when I went into conversations, I had the overall goal that I was like, okay, I, I want to work with them, you know, but I did, I never really narrowed it down. And, um, you know, it really helps if you know what it is you're going for, not only for yourself, but also for like, it's also how you say that nice for the people you're talking with or pitching to or whatever, you know, it's, they, then they know what they can kind of like expect, um, they have to do less thinking on like okay what it is what it what is it exactly he's trying to achieve you know and that sums up like do your study up front you know bring the bring like search on what you can do for them and that's something uh, you can use within this category as well it's like okay you know what you want to help them with you know what you want to get out of that conversation it leaves less friction with the people you're talking with and you know if you know what you want the world seems to make room for people that know what they want that's something i read somewhere and i think this just totally makes sense if you know what you want the room will make room <laughs> sorry the world will make room for it and it definitely helps out people that um to understand you better, I guess. Sounds, yeah, sounds definitely sounds good advice. It, there's no point going into having a conversation with somebody that you, you don't know what want, what you what you want to happen. You know, and and it's you know, of course, you know, might know. It's it's like every time I went into a conversation, of course, I wanted to work with them, you know, but a specific goal it makes so much difference. And it, and I think knowing what you want leaves also a better impression 
with the people you're talking to as well. I guess it makes you like um, the way you people will look at you is like, okay, that guy knows what he wants or that girl knows what he what she wants. Um, at least a better impression, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it says you're driven and you're motivated and you're interested and um it makes you interest more interesting yeah i guess yeah definitely well. i think definitely i think that's good advice yeah so yeah so maybe well not maybe but definitely take a moment to uh, write down or um have it in your mind exactly what you're going to be talking about yeah and what you want the outcome ideally to be but you might also be faced with a different outcome a positive one not always mm -hmm. negative but <laughs> it could be a different outcome as well so yeah um, somebody might have some different ideas so just be flexible about things so if it's not if it's not the outcome you're expecting um, and if it still sounds appealing then then go with it you Definitely. never know where those things lead to so try to say yes if you can yeah definitely I think uh, that's also something like the, uh, the preparation of fun that's thinking yeah. out the possible results and what you possibly you know it's just so great, such a great tip. Just before you go into any conversation, reaching out to anybody, just make sure your stuff is on point. You know, it it really makes a difference knowing what you want. And if it doesn't go like the way you planned, then you always have like a backup plan. If you want to achieve the things you want to achieve, then you also have to make sure your preparation is on point you know yeah. and if you know which which direction you want to head into you can all you can steer the con uh, is it steer yeah you can steer, yeah, the, steer yeah. the conversation you know like to get the results you want and and you can't expect to go like you want it it's you you can't like um I say that like decide for them, but it's just good to know everything up front and be prepared. That's just, yeah, that's just the number one tip uh, or the, the, something I, I, I'm one, eight, one and a half year in now. And that's something that really is so important that I noticed. Um, yeah. And about the kind of attracting clients and that, I think networking is a huge part of um, oh, yeah. trying to attract people. Yeah. So you're building your client base up if you're a freelancer or mm -hmm. working in a business. So, <clears throat> you're, so you're building your client base up. So that definitely helps you. Uh, that helps attract clients because you're working with other people. So that gives you more experience, gives you more confidence. Mm -hmm. You can have got more of a breadth um of things that you can talk about in terms of projects mm -hmm. um so that naturally should filter through um but certainly networking also pays uh pays off as well and it's not always about selling um it's about talking to what you mentioned before the right people mm -hmm. um not always it may when you go to the network sessions it's not it is to talk about what you're doing and how you can help and but it's also about finding information out. And if you mm. find somebody interesting to talk to, they may well be able to introduce you to other people to help you. Oh, yeah. Um, 
you know, and that's really what the networking is about is to keep having those conversations. It's yep. not sort of direct sales. No, it's, it's um, definitely, definitely what you're just saying. Yeah. Yeah. And like not the, definitely not direct sales. That's something I'm feeling as well. It's like, it's like, uh, networking is just making, making connections, knowing like, um, broadening out your network, yeah, making the bigger network around yourself. Because that one person you talked about, uh, talked to that day, that you saw on that networking event, maybe he's connected to uh, that one person at, well, for example, uh, Nike uh, or Adidas or whatever, whatever big brand you're really fond about. And maybe that one person is the gateway to, and that sounds like, of course, really weird, the gateway. But, you know, if you get what I'm trying to say is that, you know, it's not about direct sales. It's just whenever you know people and they can introduce you to somebody else, it makes things so much easier, you know? Yeah. And you're all, and you're all, there for a common goal yeah. to probably help each other and move each other definitely that on yeah. in business and so make sure you've got your business cards at most networking events they might well most yeah most of them tend to give you a list of attendees mm -hmm. if they're the like the properly organized ones um the free networking events don't tend to be so well structured but because i haven't it, it takes a lot of time and money to do that type of thing mm -hmm. um but the ones that you pay for tend to be a bit better organized maybe different value of um clients and other businesses that are attending those sessions as well so tend some different ones you'll get to yeah. see some different faces go to different places mm -hmm. if you can yeah uh, but say so bring your business card review have a look at the list and then research social media um if you look at maybe one or two clients that you think, oh, I'd love to work with them, but they're probably a little bit out of my depth, mm -hmm. then if you have a look at their who they're following on Twitter or mm -hmm. who they're associated with on LinkedIn, then you'll start to do some deep diving into the connections and you'll find other competitors, um, other people they're linked with. You'll just get some different ideas and you'll just start you know, um, it will start giving you some insights into other people that you can maybe approach that might be more in a zone that you're more comfortable working with. So for instance, perhaps most of us would not be able to pick up the phone to Coca-Cola or Nike or Adidas or, mm -hmm. and even know who to speak to. Mm -hmm. But then if you start looking at those and then you'll start to find smaller sportswear companies and, um, and, you, you start to find maybe people that are in a, in a niche um, or a niche, depending on which part of the world you live in. Mm -hmm. um, and those the smaller, the smaller, more individual specific clients may be not, they may, may, they may not have so much money to spend, but sometimes there's more fulfillment in actually how you're assisting with that business and that person mm -hmm. so you get better like satisfaction um in terms of the the the, the, the type of job that you're actually going to be doing for them yeah. and how you can help them move on and, and be better I, I for one subscribe to that a lot it's not always about um the money aspect it's about kind of the value you, you add into those clients and it is really rewarding fulfilling to to see positive actions happen because of course of your 
hard yeah. work for that client. So, so maybe think of it from a different angle. But it depends, like we've said all the way through, it does depend on which where you're sitting when you're listening to this podcast. Because if you've got lots of business and you're thinking everything's great, I don't need any more clients, then that's great. But if for people that are really struggling, that's wrong. Then, <laughs> well, that's well, it's difficult. Isn't you can it? I think always have more clients. You can always have more clients, but also then, well, that may be a different podcast because if you <laughs> if you struggle, then then you know the, it can affect your quality because you can't keep up definitely um but that's so about... mo- isn't that the moment that you have to like expand well I it mean, is, I just, that... it's just whatever your ambitions are of course you know yeah it is but it, that also it that it's it's it is as simple as that but also isn't as simple as that because then the issue there is you're introducing somebody new into your business and it's all the associated costs and all the training and True. that can take your eye off the everything out well it does you can't be in two places at once so you have to take a step back in order to take it's a step investment. forward yeah. yeah absolutely it's an investment um so you have to kind of just plan a little bit not too much but just you know maybe mm-hmm. go a little bit quiet for a while before you get your house in order again oh of course i so, think that's how most companies do it as well it's like they take a step back no not exactly a step back but they are kind of like not they're kind of like i okay you're either getting better or you're getting worse you're staying in the middle so it might be they're slowing down the pace a little bit to then take a leap and like boom they look at this is what we just got new stuff whatever yeah definitely and you know i think it's always well i'm still learning i guys and girls <laughs> and i think darren is as well you know i mean we're still learning as well and maybe everybody has a different view on this but uh, yeah. my view on it is like i always want to get more clients i keep going i keep pushing on this you know but that's just basically because i want to grow and yeah. uh, on the in the best way possible so that's different for everybody and uh i love that you mentioned that darren that of course, I mentioned like those big clients, you know, but it doesn't mean like, you know, exactly. Whenever you have a client that's really, that you really admire their mission and their vision, you know, um, my examples weren't that maybe that, that great, but you know, whenever you have a client that you really admire their mission, their vision, and that really proves value if you can work with them or whatever then you should definitely go with that as well you know if you get more fulfillment out of that because that's basically what it all comes down to you know um sometimes i've read before that it well i've read and and also i've just done it myself i've to go to somebody and just say oh i like what you what you did the other day or i've seen something on social media or you've written a great book or, just go and tell them mm-hmm. so and i you know if you're somebody like a, a, a public figurehead then mm-hmm. you might have to write to them or email them or do it some other way. But if you kind of see them the other side of the room, just walk up to them and just say, um, oh, I just want to say, I think that was that was really great or that was really good. And mm-hmm. it's not about flattery. Um, that's not what I'm saying. To some, but sometimes if you just want to open a conversation, just say, you know, uh, I'm a big admirer of your work, then just go you have and to be, say it. You have to just, you know... There's no such thing as being honest, you know, and people aren't, 
people have bullshit detectors nowadays yeah. and, uh, <laughs> something like that <laughs> and yeah. you know it's really easy to um how you say it to see someone that isn't genuine or something like that it's always a gut feeling what you're getting you know you always yeah. you can never say for sure but it's a gut feeling and and if you aren't being uh genuine people will really notice that fast so you know and and you you mentioned about approaching uh, the right person and you know that's the next thing i wanted to talk about of course because uh um approaching that's what we're kind of like uh the topic was uh on today uh the preparation is really important but then uh, approaching the right person um is the next thing it depends totally depends on what situation you are in yes of course if you're at a networking event approaching them directly uh um, is a great way the best way to do it of course but the way i approach it i looked at it was like okay what if you're at maybe at home you know um or at your working place uh, whatever um and my favorite order is to go uh at it like this is like on social first or linkedin first and then call and then mail maybe social and calling maybe i can twist it around but for now i think the way i work and it's all a that's what we're talking about right it's our opinion and our experiences maybe yeah. something else works better in a different way and i want everybody to keep in mind it's always whenever we are talking about something it might not be the right way for you but it's our experiences and what works for us and what we we love to share with everybody you know um so that's my favorite order um what I and if it, if anybody else has any different experiences, then let us know because we definitely it'd be interesting to hear definitely um, other people's stories and oh, yes. about kind of like what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, okay, so what I usually do um, is search for more information on the exact people that work with the company, of course, like I mentioned before, you know, and. Um, the reason why I like social so much and especially LinkedIn is that I can get into connection with the right, the right person, the person that I want to talk to um, easier than by phone or mail because um, within, you know, it doesn't always have to be like this, but there are always kind of like some, if you're approaching maybe bigger uh, clients, um, you're dealing with gatekeepers <laughs> and that sounds yeah. really bad. It definitely isn't, you know, this, I didn't mean it in any bad way, but in my case, uh, whenever, um, I'm in the creative side, you know, the gatekeepers, if I shall call them like that, um, they, no, let me rephrase that. It's better for me to contact and i think for everybody to directly contact the right the person that's um and that's um how you say that responsible for that kind of thing um that you can help them with or that you want to approach them with 
and um, you know contacting the right the that person straight away is just is just way more favorable than doing it by mail or call because then it has to go by different people. That's what my um, experience is. Yeah, I think well, you're right. It's, it's, but it's 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 very difficult sometimes to get hold of the person you need to speak to. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to be able to convey a clear message through that person to be able to to get it through to them. So it's again what you said from the beginning. It's about providing value. So if you can if you can convince that person that what you're offering is going to be helping that business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the, the the person that you need to speak to, then you're almost likely going to get a call back because that person is going to be excited to pass on a message like that that can help their manager. Definitely, so it's almost like, oh, I found a solution to your problem. This guy here is do, 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 do. and that's kind of maybe a a good way of doing it. it sometimes, yeah, it's it's probably one of the best ways. Apart from you don't want to be hounding people. If they don't want to speak no. to you, then they're not going to speak to you. Then, it's amazing the amount of people still hound people. It's like don't do it. It's really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> worse being it's, you have to, you know. And then again, it comes down to be really genuine. And you know, definitely yeah. what you just mentioned was like, yeah, if you reach out to the uh, the people um, that really that are. Um, I forgot it again, the right word, that are uh, responsible for that kind of thing you are doing. Um, there's no better way to um, get yourself that client or what, whatever, you know, if you, can con- if you can show them that really helps them out, you know. It's the, it's the best way to go around this, in my opinion. You you know, um, again, if you call or if you mail to the uh, whatever info at double double blah blah dot com, whatever you know, um, then yeah, it goes by. Yeah, yeah. It, it might disappear or it might might not be that strong if you directly contact the person that's responsible for that thing you want to help them with but sometimes that is your only way in and yeah if, if that's all you've got you then that's what you you have to try but that's why it's also really important to start talking to people in your community because mm. they may well be able to help you as well so, yep. oh i'm trying to get hold of mandy at so-and-so and it all stands you know, for connection some, yeah, yeah. as long as they know you they'll probably introduce you mm-hmm. um they won't just give out all their details but um but it, it's definitely worth asking. But if that's your only way in, that's all you've got is the info yep. app, then you just have to make sure it's a clear message again. Again, who it, you are, what yeah. you can do. and It isn't a bad thing me. at all. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, it might work the same way, you know, but it's just my experience, what I guess is like a little bit better um it's only obvious, you know, but some people aren't really aware of it. Uh, again, LinkedIn is a great uh, way to do this. Uh, reach out to them on LinkedIn. If they aren't LinkedIn users, well, yeah, bad luck <laughs> or whatever. But I assume every company nowadays is kind of like on LinkedIn, um, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, 
um, if they aren't really active on LinkedIn, sometimes their profiles, you can see contact info and you can find their number. Maybe they have their personal number on there or their personal email and you can send a message to that as well. You know, there's so many ways to go around this and then I get back to what I say every single time. It all depends on your situation, uh, but you yeah, just have to think rationally and what, yeah, what would, what would you think would be the best way to go around it? Yeah. Yeah. So to wrap it all up, you know, just do everything you can make to, to do, or sorry, do everything you can to make all the elements work for you. Uh, do everything that possibly comes to mind and which you can help with. Uh, also really important, have your website, portfolio, or yeah, your socials um, in which wherever you are approaching them, have them on point. Again, I'm a favor of LinkedIn uh, over Facebook. Uh, Facebook is way more personal. Um, but everything you have online on information that people can view or see something uh, about you, see some information about you, it's really important to have that uh, on point. Um, yeah, showcase them relevant material, you know. Uh, you have to, of course, interest them. And if you have the right solution for this or that, you know, show uh, maybe you have some experience with, with that issue before. If you can show that to them, they can get a better idea. That's always good. Uh, and yeah, know everything about the company or client. Show value and know what you want and go for the right person. That's just, I think, a really quick summary <laughs> on all the things. But yeah, you know, it's really important. Um, and I think that wraps up the podcast for today, ain't it? Yeah, I, I, I agree. And good luck to everybody. Hope it inspires you and, uh, hope it helps you out. Let us know how you get on and if, uh, any of this advice works for you. Yeah, definitely. Everybody just, yeah, leave comments, uh, uh, rate us positive. If you possibly can on, uh, uh, iTunes, uh, I, I guess it's the star system, uh, five stars or maybe two stars. Just let, let us know what you think. It really helps us out and uh, share definitely with your friends. Darren, thank you so much uh, Yeah, for thank another you. great conversation again. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. by the way, you can now find us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and coming soon you'll find us on tune in uh, the radio app so um so yes you can find uh, marketing plugged in on many different platforms now and this year we'll have a website where you'll be able to we'll have lots of new features and blogs and articles and tips and hints and things like that so that'd be really exciting uh, this year yeah we're really busy 2019 yes. is going to be a great year <laughs> and uh thanks again i wish everybody a great and productive week and darren i darren sorry darren what <laughs> darren <laughs> i will talk to you next week so we'll see you next week take care Marcel. bye bye, -bye. bye, -bye.